growing green to generate more green. Welcome to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman. Each week we plant the conversational seeds about cultivation and the changing climate of cannabis culture. We'll peel back the layers of benefits of the world's most versatile plant, from food to fuel, from remedy to resource. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Grow Show with your host, multi-award winning grow master and respected cannabis consultant, Kyle Cushman. Hello and welcome all you ganjapreneurs, ganjaphiles, ganja smokers and tokers, and let's not forget ganja grannies. This is The Grow Show on CannabisRadio.com and I'm your host Kyle Cushman. Today I'm excited to welcome to the show the guru of ganja himself, Ed Rosenthal. The New York Times says, quote, Mr. Rosenthal is the pothead's answer to Ann Landers, Judge Judy, Martha Stewart and the Burpee Garden Wizard all in one. You know, for over 40 years, Ed has been in the business of marijuana, going beyond successful cultivation. He's made it a mission to share his knowledge with others through teaching, both as a member of the Oaksterdam faculty and through his multiple publications on growing and legalization, one of which is the only book of its kind to ever be reviewed by the New York Times. He has made himself and his cultivation knowledge available to a wide audience for years now, penning Ask Ed columns in both High Times and Cannabis Culture magazines, and speaking at numerous cannabis events worldwide. Ed is also a passionate advocate and has pushed for criminal justice reform through the shaping of civil regulation. He serves as the executive director of Green Aid, which is a medical marijuana legal defense and education fund to help defend the rights of medical cannabis patients. He is here today to talk about the launch of his new The Big Book of Bud's Greatest Hits, a compilation of the premier strains of his four-volume series. This long-anticipated follow-up to his iconic publication, The Big Book of Bud's, is more than just incredible bud porn. It's a connoisseur's guide to the absolute best strains out there, and I suggest you pick up a copy today. Hey, Ed, you're the first repeat guest on our show, and I want to thank you. Welcome back to The Grow Show. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure yeah, it was, to be with you. It's always a pleasure being with you. I just saw you a couple of weeks ago in San Francisco, and that was really nice. Yes. It was actually warm in San Francisco. That was a little odd. We get uh, about three of those days a year. Yeah, and it's, I really It's in the 70s it. right now. Nice. So let's talk a little bit about the book to start off. And I was lucky enough to receive a preview, and I have to say it's absolutely fantastic. The photography is beautiful, and it's informative. You know, it's what I expect when I crack open an Ed Rosenthal publication. How long ago did you start putting this project together? It took about a year to redo the book, or to put the book together. Mm -hmm. And usually, you know, I was talking with someone about how long it takes to do a book project. Uh And let's say you just have an idea for a book, and you start writing it. It might take a year to write the book. It might take a year and a half. And then it takes about nine months to get the book to publication. And then it takes another month to get the book into circulation. So it could take two years, two and a half, three years. Yes, and it's certainly a project that you're well familiar with. How many books have you published to this point? Do you have a count? I really don't have a count. That you authored? I I don't really have a count. The number of the books that I I did were compilations Uh of articles that I've done that that 
after I did the article, before I put it in the book, I would definitely edit it and revise it, put new information in it. But I just don't have a count. It's too many. Well, it's extremely prolific. I think you're probably, without hesitation, the most prolific cannabis writer that we have on the earth. And uh, we're lucky to have you. In the book, there is some really incredible imagery. It's literally page after page of premium bud porn. Get away with that. Did you sample every strain personally? No. No. More than half of them. Okay. That's good. And uh, like I said before, this book is more than just bud porn. Each entry contains all kinds of information, including a detailed description of the plant, the bud appearance, its growing cycle, and a lot more uh, potencies, including THC testing and CBD testing. How were you able to get such comprehensive info on all these strains? Well, that's why I'm a reporter, because go and search out sources and more than one source and get resourceful about getting information. And so, so we relied to a great extent on the actual, on the breeders, sure. but then we go always go way beyond that. Right. That that was that was. I was I, I was assuming that you had to interview a lot of the breeders. Did it take you uh, around the country or around the world, or did it just well, happen? Well, it, it you don't have to travel now. You know, there are so many means of communication so that you can have conversation with people around the world and do this. And so a lot of it was done like that. I was and, just curious uh, I did if... Go to Europe, I did go to Europe several times to interview people and, and to test material. So, can you tell us just one of the destinations that you had to travel to to get one of these strains put together? Actually, most of them, if they weren't in the United States, most of them are in Holland. So Amsterdam and Rotterdam and a couple of other towns in Holland. Nice. What so a great it was, job. It wasn't as if I were traveling around the world strain hunting or something like that because right. all everything that's in the book, the, all of these strains are available. That was the idea of this. Is not, It's not just a book about strains that I've smoked or something like that. It's about strains that are available to, to consumers as flowers and to growers as uh, either seeds or clones. So this book has the purpose of informing uh, consumers of one sort or another. We put a lot more effort into the consumer end, not just the uh, cultivation end in this book, so that consumers of flowers have a good idea of what's available. Right, give you an idea of what you might want to try next time you go to a dispensary or next time you're thinking about cultivating. Right, and a lot of these strains, you know, you can't have all the strains, but these strains are close to a lot of the strains that are available so that it it gives consumers a good idea of of what's available to them and what they can grow and where to get the seeds or the clones. That's extremely important, especially nowadays as legalization spreads and and people can produce their own medication. And also, you know, if you go to the store and you want to have some kind of an idea of what you should buy, 
in your created what you call a map of the pot palette. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, let's say you go to a, a store and either recreational or medical, it doesn't really matter. And most places have had their, some, and in some states it's required to have their material tested. And so you see two, di- two different strains. And they both have, let's say they both have 20% THC and very little CBD. So you say, well, they, they both have THC. What's the difference between the strains? Well, the difference is, is the uh, terpenes, which are getting a lot of, a lot of publicity study. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's something that people knew about informally all along because they used their palate and their nose to determine what was going on. So, for instance, if I handed you a bud, for the first thing that you might do is look at it, and then the second thing that you would do is smell it. And you of would course. get some you would get some sort of idea of what kind of bud that is and what kind of effect it would have on you from experience. So those different odors are are created by these by terpenes and those are odor molecules that plants produce. And cannabis has a whole palette of different terpenes that it produces. And one and these terpenes all have or many of them have psychoactive or psychological effects upon you. One could make you sleepy, one could make you more attentive, one could make you more inquisitive, and so on. So that's why people always are looking for new strains because each strain has its own assemblage of these different terpenes or its own recipe so they have slightly different effects. And that's why breeders continue to breed. This terpene palette, we actually work from research that other people have done and modify that to make a palette of the different terpenes and how they affect you. And so that we think that to a great extent, the stores are going to list the terpenes as well in the future. And that's sure. going to become more more common. So people will have an idea of what to expect when they get when certain terpenes are listed. And right. I'll give you an example: limonene, which you know we're all familiar with limonene. It's an odor that you get from orange peels when you cut an orange peel. Mm-hmm. And limonene, when if you inhale that, you will you'll feel that you not only feel, but you will be more, uh, you'll be able to concentrate more and be more focused. And that's, even without its association with cannabis, but like if you just did that, let's say before you started doing some mathematical work, you would get more focused into it. So it's that's very, just, very that's important. Just one example. And it's becoming more and more important to accurately catalog strains as, you know, as we get away from simply smoking marijuana as a recreation or for pleasure. And there's lots of really important reasons why people use marijuana. You know, uh, we did run a little. You know, I don't use it. I don't use it for recreation.
attention or pleasure or anything like that. I'm doing it only for experimental purposes. Of course you are. And I've been doing that for a number of years. Um, I started that many years ago, and I realized after the first decade that my experimentation, I I just wasn't sure, Uh my experimentation, I had to continue this youthful experimentation, and I've still been continuing it. I'm still just not sure. Of course. And, and, you know, I don't have any video right now, I'll tell you listeners, but I'm sure that Ed is smiling, as I am. And I have to tell everybody, we have to take a quick break right now for a word from our sponsors. But don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back with more Ed Rosenthal. The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman will return once we cultivate through this short commercial break. (sighs) Cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. Time to plant some more conversational seeds. You're listening to The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hello again, everybody. Welcome back to The Grow Show on CannabisRadio.com. I'm your host, Kyle Cushman, and we're talking with the guru of ganja, the one and only Ed Rosenthal. We just talked a lot about your new book that just hit the shelves. You know, you and I both like to take time to keep helping at the grassroots level, and one of the ways we do that is by accepting questions from the public. I was curious if you could tell us what's the most common question that you get when it comes to cultivation. Most common question. Well, it used to be quite, the the questions used to be things like how do I tell a male from a female and things like that. But it's gotten much more complex. 
Uh-huh. And people are really interested now in LED lights. And so I get a lot of questions about LED lights. Mm. So, are you ex- currently experimenting with LED lights? I am, and I'm also in the process of, of uh, setting up this much-delayed experiment, testing different LED lights versus uh, double-ended HPSs. Mm-hmm. So that's soon going to happen. But, awesome. I'm uh, looking forward to hearing the, uh, but, but the information. But I've, I've seen a number of gardens with modern LED lights that are doing pretty well. And some gardens that I think that the plants are doing better than they would do under HPSs. But there are very few controlled experiments. There are some that you can see on the Internet, mm-hmm. and some of those are pretty impressive. Yeah, I agree. I have seen some impressive results. The only drawbacks that I'm still hearing is light penetration, and therefore you have to really keep your bud canopy real shallow. But I am seeing amazing results. Well, that's not quite true anymore because they have spotlight-type LEDs now mm-hmm. so that they put out a, a, a powerful beam. So I think that though that's that's one thing, and then another is that you know that there is only one layer of light in a canopy. You stop and think about it. Once light hits uh, hits an object like a leaf, mm-hmm. that lights over. It sure. doesn't penetrate and go through and go down no. to the next leaf. No, so any that's called direct. So that, intense light so that there's only one layer of light that hits a canopy correct and the only the penetration that i'm referring to is the light that gets through the cracks that doesn't hit something the light rays and led lights don't have a good reputation for penetrating very deeply into the canopy well with a good canopy there should not be a lot of penetration inside that's you'll right. See, you'll see that it's pretty even and it's covered, especially the more indica you have, the less penetration there is because it just puts out, it, it totally covers the canopy. With, are, there any, if, are, are there any new up-and-coming grow techniques or technology or equipment that I don't know about? I don't think that there's any one particular thing i think that it's evolutionary but i think that there's i think that people are trying to develop technology to bring co2 into greenhouses especially when they have when they're ventilating the greenhouse but that's difficult technology i think the the new thing that people are going to start focusing on is uh dissolved oxygen and bringing more dissolved oxygen to plants that are growing in soil or soilless mediums, much like that they can already do in a hydroponic system. You know, unfortunately, we are running a little short on time here, so I have a last question. Out of all the marijuana varieties in the big book of Bud's greatest hits, give me your top three based on personal preference. I I can't do that because I'll have... So many uh, breeders hating me. I can't do that. 
So I'm, I, I refuse to get into that quagmire. But I wanted to mention something. I wanted to mention something about dissolved oxygen. Sure. I was at a, a marijuana show and I picked up this unit that actually does hydrolysis, which is it takes oxygen and uh, water and spurts it apart into hydrogen and oxygen. And the oxygen that's in the water that from that, it looks like a fog. I've never right. seen anything like it. And it's pure oxygen. You know, it, is, right. it, isn't, it isn't just uh, dissolved air. It isn't just air. It's pure oxygen. And I expect that the roots in, in this solution are going to do incredibly. Absolutely. And so that that's something, and you know that would be a good way to bring oxygen right into the soil as well. Absolutely agreed. I'm really sorry, Ed. We got to run. We are out of time in this segment. But Ed, it's been awesome talking with you as always. Thanks once again for taking the time to come on the show. Can you tell us how best our listeners might reach you, or where we might check out your next event, or pre-order well, your latest book? Well, just just put my name in Google and all kinds of stuff will come up. Isn't that amazing? And yeah, it is. It's a great thing. Ed, thanks for being here. Okay, thank you. Bye. Thank you, Ed. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.